From aliens to zombies and everything in between, this is Paranormal Disease. No, we okay. don't have yeah. a lot of time. We're this gonna, is a quickie. This is we're gonna do it anyway. Hello, everybody. Hi. Gonna Remember do. us? We're, I don't. We're we're people. <laughs> I've I've even forgotten about me. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten about me. I I forgot, re- I've remembered you, but me, I, I I'm not that all that important. They remember us. Yeah. We're gonna try something a little different today. We're gonna do a little uh, quickie kind of a thing, a little less rambly. More, more to the point. It's because time constraints. We have things to do. That's right. And we haven't been around for a while. No, we have not. We've been busy. Still things happen. Still haven't Life. made that video thing. Hey, well, that's we're, coming we're, up. We're, we're, we're working on it, though. Yes, we're, we're also poor. Yeah, we're... <laughs> this just in. Two guys talking about ghosts at a warehouse may not have boatloads of money laying around, but that's, that's okay. Despite what you believe. Despite the persona that we may have forced upon you. Yes, that's correct. That is correct. But today we're going to talk about something that's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun spitballing this, I think. Um, cryptids. Who doesn't love a cryptid? I mean, I, I love them all. I used to be in a relationship with one. Ooh. The Chupacabra. Oh, the Suck Chupacabra. All of my goats. All of them have been <laughs> sucked. That's literally what Chupacabra means, is goat sucker. Yes, it is. <laughs> Which is gross. It is gross. I mean, like, And the way you phrased all of that was gross. Yes, it was, but this is a show <laughs> about gross things. It is a show about gross things. I, and weird things. Yes, so. but we want to talk about cryptids, because everyone has a favorite cryptid. And you... Everyone does. And you have a favorite cryptid? I have a favorite cryptid. I do, too. Everyone should. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Like, okay. Go. Okay. Um, my favorite cryptid, um, Sheep Squatch. Come again? Sheep Squatch. Sheep Squatch? Sheep Squatch. Okay. Kay. So, for some reason, um, with cryptids, they end up everywhere. Like, everywhere has a cryptid. Everywhere has an undiscovered beast that someone sees and assumes it's a spectral animal that, you know, n- has never been encountered by man before. Right. It, it brings the community together. Yes, it does. Much like a, you know, um, a festival or a fair or an ostracized person, or a jester. Yes, <laughs> any of those things. But the, the cryptid does the same thing. Sure. Um, but sheep squatch is kind of, it's a take, okay, Cannot take you seriously. Yes, you can. You said take, sheep squatch three times take, already. Well, if you say it three times, he appears in a mirror. I don't want that. No one does. No. But sheep squatch. <laughs> <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's reportedly seen in the multiple counties of West Virginia. Oh, that's where all great information comes from, and all great folklore, too. That's right. West Virginia. West Virginia. I don't know. There's always something about, like, it... Okay, there's that really ridiculous show on TV called Mountain Monsters. Right, which I figure that's where this stemmed from, but I was it, thinking it kind mountain of, goats, not mountain sheep. Mountain sheep. Um, this one, they, I think they did an episode on this thing, too. It's really funny. Um, but it's supposedly... It's like a Bigfoot-like creature where you get the squash from, except it's a sheep <laughs> like its name is its name is literal it is a sheep sasquatch it has a like a goat's head or a sheep's head with horns and it's just like seven foot tall bipedal 
it's just it's Paul White. It's, it's the big show from WWE. It is, and he grew horns, and he's just wandering the forests and hills of West Virginia, choke slamming people. Choke slamming. <laughs> <laughs> That's he's what sheep squatches do. That's what the big show does. And you know, I can't see why the sheep squatch wouldn't choke slam people if he could find them. It's the most effective way to terrorize a community. Though if he has cloven hooves, hooves, it's really hard to imagine him doing that but you know it's not outside the spectrum of reality i mean as far out of reality <laughs> as you can take a sheep squatch i took it pretty far let's keep going okay well <laughs> so what what is it about sheep squatches that like is so terrifying though because like it's just a big sheep creature i mean sheep aren't really known to be aggressive yeah, this sheep is zach this sheep is aggressive like a sasquatch and it like does it walk it walks on its <laughs> on its hind legs yes it walk that's i guess that also anytime something mimics a human mm-hmm. i think it adds a level of kind of fear to it sure um it's also taller that way bears do that when they're intimidating people they get a peck on their hind legs and they, they roar never I, encountered a bear i i have and it's terrifying if bears were fake they would be my favorite cryptid but terrifyingly <laughs> enough they're real and and all over the place oh I used to live in South Lake Tahoe. They used to rifle through our garbage. And they, picnic baskets? T- <laughs> Yogi never made an appearance. No, That's sad. You could I, have named one of them Yogi and threw picnic baskets at him. That's tr- That's the thing. Like If you had a picnic basket that was full of food, they would have found it and they would have taken it. And well, that's, good. I yeah. feel that's suitable. That's not what's that scary about them. What's scary about them is they can get into your house and they know how to open refrigerators. They're smart. And they have horrible, sharp claws. So imagine going downstairs for a midnight snack and there is a 500-pound American black bear rifling through your fridge. It's a very... I couldn't count her worse, I guess. Yeah, you could. (laughs) But that's just a very real possibility. That's just like something that like I had to live in constant fear of. Okay, now replace bear with a seven-foot-tall sheep man who also can somehow get into your home rifling through your refrigerator. Imagine he wouldn't be very polite. Like, he wouldn't be, like, in his boxer shorts, like, oh, I'm sorry, did I make too much noise? <laughs> I didn't mean to wake you. Uh, I was hungry. I'll show myself out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I'll he lock the politely, door. <laughs> politely exits, and you wonder why he's wearing boxer shorts, but nothing else, as though he made himself comfortable in your home. He's wearing your boxer shorts. Oh, he that... got into your room and took your underpants. Or he went on the, to get, like, where my clean laundry is. Or maybe soiled laundry. That's even creepier. Ooh, he put on your soiled laundry. Uh, he's a sheep squatch. I don't expect him to he's be a smart. creepy guy. Paul is weird. <laughs> my God. That's what, yeah. that's, what, that's what retired wrestlers do. You know, they have head trauma, you know. You just, you, you make yourself a cryptid. Hey. You <laughs> put on underpants. Put on underpants. All right, Zach, <laughs> your favorite cryptid. I mean, I had to think about this for maybe five seconds. So long. I know, but that—that's the thing—is that there, there's so many of them, and they're usually really great. My favorite one has to be the Mothman. Oh, Mothman! Mothman's awesome. Mothman is awesome. Mothman's awesome. Not mistaken, also a, a Virginia dweller. Um, yes, Point or no, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah, so more. There's a lot of cryptids in West Virginia, apparently, or just a lot of people that think that they see cryptids. Now, Mothman has been mostly debunked. So they say they they pretty pretty sure they, they think it's who's they they is not important <laughs> scientists <laughs> he, conscientious observers they, they think he's a um, yeah yeah you know what yeah, yeah. no I should I gotta explain the Mothman first explain Mothman, Mothman. Mm-hmm. tell some people hit him with some truth some truth hit the truth with, about Mothman well this is I always like when I listen to conspiracy theory things and they're like we're gonna tell you the truth as though 
anyone is a credible source of what the truth is. So, or like, I think it's more of like a feeling of everyone else has been lying to you. They don't want you to know the truth, but we're here. Us. People. That's right. Guys with microphones are here. That's right. And we're in a warehouse. Still. We're still in this warehouse. We're still in a warehouse, making us extra credible because we have full-time jobs. That's correct. We are, we're gainfully employed people, which means we need to be taken seriously. Very seriously. And now, Zach, hit us with some truth. truth. Mothman. Six Preach! Six-foot-tall man-moth. <laughs> a man who is also a moth. It's kind of like the tick, except a moth. It seems really complicated. Yeah, it's very complicated. Poor guy. He just... It, apparently, he's just... He doesn't really, like, terrorize people. He's just sort of hanging out and, like, observing people like some kind of, like, creepy animal. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, mm-hmm. just a big, red-eyed, terrifying-looking white moth. Yes. And they take this very seriously. They, they even constructed a full-scale statue of what people claim that the Mothman looks like. I've seen it. You've seen it in person or on yeah, the internet? In person. You've you've gone. I've been to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, home of the Mothman. So you so you love the Mothman just as much as I do. I took a four hour trip down there to see the Mothman. Did you find the Mothman? No. <laughs> I found a statue and the terrible museum. There's a museum. Oh, there is a Mothman museum. Okay, see so now we have to go. There's also a Mothman that. festival. See, you know just as much, if not more, about the Mothman than me, and he's my favorite. Just because it's so ridiculous. They even made a horrible Richard Gere movie about this guy. Chapstick. Chapstick. Oh, God. Turn up the reverb, and let's just keep saying chapstick over and over and over again. That's how you gain fans. Chapstick. For those of you who don't know, in uh, The Mothman... And if you don't know... You should watch The Mothman Chronicles, because it's mm-hmm. awful. <laughs> God, is it bad. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm, I don't like Richard mm-hmm. Gere in anything. He's not a good actor. If you if if any of you are yelling, oh, you didn't like Pretty Woman," you can you can go ahead and just leave. <laughs> that's, that's all I have to say. Please um, don't go. Wait, no, stay. But, we need you. No, Pretty Woman's <laughs> awful. It's another awful. I, Julia Roberts' mouth bothers me. Okay, does hold it on. not bother you? I don't really have an opinion on Julia Roberts. She exists. You know what? You need to get more rage in your life. <laughs> I need not to... getting angry nearly enough about Richard Gere movies. And Julia Roberts. <laughs> Okay. Weird formed mouth. Right. It's huge. All right. Um, so the Mothman apparently spends his days calling people on the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I gained from this movie. And right. Richard Gere picks up the phone and is quizzing the Mothman. So he says to the Mothman, what am I holding in my hands? And he's holding chapstick and the Mothman <laughs> grumbles back at him over the telephone. Chapstick. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be terrifying, and oh. it's fucking It's a revelation. It's a revelation. It's what, a revelation. That, what, that he's transient? Like, no, what, what that it? chapstick's around in West Virginia. Chaplips <laughs> uh, may or may not exist in West, West Virginia. Virginia. Um, but no, but Point Pleasant's a really creepy town. I'm sure it is. It's great. It, it, they have more to offer than just the Mothman, do they not? There was a Bennigan's? <laughs> Which is like a what, like an Irish themed TGI yes. Fridays, pretty much. Yes, there's a lot of Irish folk in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Did you, My favorite did, thing is it's across mm-hmm. the river from Gallipolis, Ohio, mm. and Gallipolis, Ohio, is known as the city of the Gauls. G a u l s, like seagulls. No, like Gauls from like France, like oh, the, like the Gallic people. Oh. Those gulls. Yes. <laughs> I I was thinking like seagulls for seagulls. some reason, which makes no sense since it's City of the Gulls. A, over a river <laughs> in the Midwest. I'm now realizing how stupid that is. Well, hey, there's a lot of gulls over there. But no, it's 
It's just a, that's a weird city. And Point Pleasant's just creepy. I remember the Bennigans and barely and very were, impactful there was, there was one restaurant in town it was bennigan's for what i remember Is that like just the local watering hole for everybody I there think that there were other ones when, when i was walking around but it, like i just remember like strictly there was a bennigan's i'm like why is there a bennigan's here there's put, nothing else here they have one in athens ohio too which has a lot more to offer than just bennigan's but there's one there. I also have a TGI Fridays. I'm, I'm just saying, it doesn't really matter. If there are hungry people, they'll put a Bennigan's there. Damn right. So there are hungry people in Point Pleasant. There, uh, There's this weird stone obelisk, which marks a like an Indian massacre. Oh, good. Yes. That's, that's good feeling right there. It's a great feeling. Yeah. That there's a monument to it. Um, yeah, I wasn't going to point that out. That's awful. Yes, it is awful. But there's an obelisk there in this park. And part of the Mothman stuff stems into, is it a Native American curse that was put on the people of Point Pleasant? Like a poltergeist-style Indian burial ground curse? Except the curse isn't the dead rising, it is a Mothman. That's the curse? Yeah. I mean, as far as curses go, I mean, that's that's pretty great, having a (laughs) six-foot moth (laughs) yelling about lip balm. (laughs) (laughs) It just has really chapped lips. (laughs) Chapped lips. (laughs) He can't manipulate chapstick on his own. He's just really upset. <laughs> That's a funny scene. Just the moth man just like in a cave like trying to manipulate like various creams and ointments to like keep himself hydrated. I can't do it. The winter's hell on me. <laughs> I'm a moth, damn it. He's just not having a good time. It's like him and Cthulhu are hanging out just like trying to like apply like <laughs> creams and shave and other things. It just doesn't work for him. Trying to like cook on a hot plate. <laughs> Cryptids have it tough. Yeah, it's so tough. But yes, the but the other creepy area, aside from the Mothman Museum and the giant metallic statue and the obelisk and the Bennigans, is the most terrifying being the Bennigans. Bennigans. I'll always refer back to Bennigans with how creepy it was. There, um, but no, their main like the old main street of the town is all kind of abandoned. Like it's all the old buildings, but no no real actual storefronts anymore. That's creepy. That's kind of creepy. Um, and when you drive down the actual like new main highway that's through there, if you look, like it butts up against the back of the old main street. So when you look at the back of the old houses, whenever you read it like an H.P. Lovecraft novel, it makes you think of like these are like the back alleys of like Innsmouth or something. Oh, with the frog people. Yes. Yeah. Um. So it kind of reminded me of that, but there where the Mothman was seen was the old TNT plant, a dynamite factory. Mm-hmm. They made oh, musicians wow. during uh musicians <laughs> munitions dynamite musicians. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did. Um, the but then they made munitions during the war, and what they would do is all the reserve stuff. They had concrete bunkers out in this in this area, and they would store all the mun- uh, munitions in there. And pretty much, it's all been reclaimed by nature. Oh, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, so it's all, all overgrown uh, and stuff. Yeah, so if you drive down these, like there, there's these dirt roads into this nature preserve. And as you're driving through there, if you look down some of these like paths that just kind of cut through the forest, you'll see these concrete bunkers off in the distance, and they're just overgrown with vines and vegetation. And like, it's not like when you drive through the metro parks here, and it's like here's a nice paved road, and there's like there's this abutment before the before you get into the woods, and there's paths and like exercise trails. It's like no, it is dirt road, and then there's the woods. <laughs> It wasn't made to be accessible by people. No. And it hasn't been uh, upkempt at all. No one's maintained it. It doesn't, it doesn't, like, it feels like they do a little bit, but it's just a lot, kind of like, just like, let nature do what it wants. We have a road. 
Let's just keep this road in these paths, and we're good. That, and I think a lot of the areas, as it used to be, like, an actual, like, munitions factory, a lot of the areas, like, the ground's poisoned. Eh. Well, you know what? That's that's the thing. They said, let nature do its thing, and we have to fight back. Say, no, nature, stop that. Stop that. You made things like killer bees <laughs> and jellyfish and Brian Adams, and you need to be stopped. And that's that's all I have to say about that's, it. That's... Nature needs to be stopped. It is a menace. <laughs> so the disagree with me. I'm Go not right going ahead. to disagree with you. It, <laughs> did, it did make bees, and I hate them. Um, but I like the fact that our way of t- fighting back starts on the battleground of Point Pleasant's forest. Sure. I mean, all all great battles have to start somewhere. I, I guess no. Yeah. And at the end, somewhere else too. We can start <laughs> Point Pleasant, and we can end Shanghai. I guess. I mean, they're they're waging their own battle against nature over there with the amount of pollution they have. That's true. Do we do we have any listeners in Shanghai, China area? Did we get one of those? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Well, we had some listeners from Turkey. <laughs> Hello, Turkish people. They're Hello. Not nearly as polluted as Shanghai, so you got that going for you. I like Turkish coffee. That's that's delicious. Mm-hmm. 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 Turkish desserts are pretty good too. Turkish delights a weird flavor. Uh, I like Turkish Star Wars. Have you ever heard of Turkish Star Wars? I haven't heard of Turkish Star Wars. We're gonna have to watch Turkish Star Wars. Sweet. It's, I'm excited uh, for that. Oh, it's terrible. It's really awful. Um, I had a question for you. Uh, do you do you think Answer. Cthulhu counts as a cryptid? No, because he's fictional. Because well, no, I can't argue that he's fictional. Because <laughs> I was I was really trying on that one. I'm not going to argue. I can't argue that he is not a cryptid because he's fictional. Because all cryptids are kind of fictional, P- pretty fictional. Um, but I don't think there's actually been like an actual like eyewitness report that someone's like I have seen Cthulhu like rise up out of the ocean. You mean one that has been taken seriously? You never know what the government could be hiding from us. Oh, possibly. stop it. No. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I just... He, he would be my favorite cryptid if he if the criteria was met, I think, is what I'm trying to get at here. Well, you know, capture a blurry image of something, call it Cthulhu, and you got you got gold. It, it could be you. It could, it could be me. It could, it could be you wandering out of the warehouse. Cthulhu! I do, I do kind of look like a monster. I mean... I, I've read the description of uh, of Cthulhu inside uh, the H.P. Lovecraft story, which I'm and very he is of. a six foot three warehouse worker, warehouse wor- chunky warehouse time. worker who wears thermals. As <laughs> <laughs> the spot on spot on image of what Cthulhu I is. I mean, if that isn't pure terror, I don't know what is. Children go running. <laughs> Adults go running. <laughs> well, that, them too. It's really but, hard to make friends. <laughs> Come back. Come I just back. Be my friend. Please. But, um, I, I think that like a, like stories like this, like um, Cthulhu, like mm-hmm. yeah, have some grounding in these cryptid sort of, um, I guess we can call them myths, urban legends, things like mm-hmm. that. A lot of them are those things. Yeah. And it, it all just, I, I think it all stems from like innate fears that people have of nature, of the unknown. Oh, yeah creepy things in the woods oh yeah any like any fears get magnified and you know blown out of proportion think of like this so you got loch ness monster Mm, nessie nessie love nessie you also have bessie and lake erie oh yeah of course or Um, um, some people call uh lemmy lemmy he or she lemmy the lake erie monster yes very uh very very whichever whichever name you like to go by there's champ and lake champlain Champ? Champ. Tell me about Champ, please. Uh, he's like this. the Loch Ness Monster in Lake Champlain. It's just a big leviathan in a body of water. Uh, big, um, oh, what, what, I forget the actual 
prehistoric dinosaur. Not a Leviathan, but oh. a... I always forget the actual dinosaur name. Oh, so it's it's supposed to be like a living fossil. Like yeah. Some like supposedly extinct thing has somehow been able to live this long. Yes, and that's... Got it. There was that um, not long or like a few years ago, there was a once like an, a fish scientist had thought it had gone extinct that surfaced again that frill shark that uh that thing that they call a living fossil essentially mm-hmm. yeah that weird shark yeah i know i know exactly what you're talking about that so thing what, was creepy looking but i wouldn't make up folklore about it well i mean it could help and ins- like things like that can inspire folklore but also this notion that things will reappear once you thought they're gone mm-hmm. i think lends it gives people hope that you know maybe this thing is actually out there yeah i think like the fact that something can kind of just go unnoticed for so long Gives people the idea that the, these ideas could actually, you know, be real. Mm-hmm. The thing about anything oceanic is that mm-hmm. we have such a small portion of the ocean discovered. They're yeah. finding new species of things in the ocean constantly. Mm-hmm. It's the primordial soup in which all life stemmed from. So if there is going to be something that we can't explain living on our planet, it's going to be in the water. More than likely. We, we, we found a good chunk of the land stuff. We've, we've got most of that covered. Yeah. Not all of it, I mean, but most of it. Yeah, I mean, there's still those remote remote corners of the world where, you know, you can't sure. can't easily access. There's not a whole lot of reason for people to go there. And Aren't there still, like, really indigenous tribes? Like, isn't there that one island where, like, there is no real civilization? It's just, like, really angry people. And anytime anyone from the outside gets mm-hmm. close, they just chuck spears at them. I That I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's still I know. I'm, there's, I mean, there's indigenous tribes in the Amazon and places like that that are just, like, it's very, it's very difficult to get to. Mm-hmm. And, and they've managed to survive out there. This is, it's their, it's their home. It's where they survive. And, you know, and that. That kind of applies to what cryptids are. People believe these things have found a niche in which they can survive. Mm-hmm. They are they are living, breathing creatures, and like they just kind of go unnoticed by man. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what kind of cryptids they believe in. Like being that remote and like seeing the diversity of life that they mm-hmm. have. Like that would be incredible to mm-hmm. just like pick sure. someone who has such a different outlook on life than you's brain and what they're afraid of and what mm. they think the reason for everything is. That'd be really fun. You, you studied anthropology. That's right up your alley. Yeah. It's, it's some of the stuff I wanted to do, but right. I late. haven't. Well, it's not too late. You, know, you have to stop wasting time with me in this warehouse talking about No, this about podcast is fun and I love this. <laughs> I will not stop this. I was just teasing. This is my life's work. This, <laughs> this is my life's work. This is what I strive to show to my children. I'm so happy my dad was a podcast guy. <laughs> They're going to hate me. I, no, they won't. Little baby Ryan will love you. Uh, he better. <laughs> or else. Or else he'll have to listen to this podcast when he's older. In sh- hang your head in shame, future child. Look at me. Look at me. I got 50 views on this one. Look at me. Sounds nice. (laughs) 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 It does. Oh Christ! (laughs) Uh, Is there anything else he wants to cover? Uh, No, we we uh, we discussed two of our favorite cryptids. I think this was a it was a good short session to get us back into the swing of this, and just to give people something to listen to. Yeah, we we should do this more often. Just like uh, little little things like this, like one off sort of things where we just shoot it around a little bit, little Mm -hmm. stuff like this. Oh yes, we we need to uh, pick some. uh, 
some more obscure cryptids come back. Oh, and we, it's like there's, there's thousands of them. I, we, there's got to be like a few that are ridiculous. Though. Oh, there's there's absolutely ones. Um, let's see, in Ohio alone, you got a whole bunch of different like supposed spectral cats, mm. multiple different like Bigfoot monsters. Yeah, there's the Grassman. Uh, yeah, the Grassman. Um, there's the uh, the Minerva monster, which is down in it's somewhere towards Dayton, I believe. Another Bigfoot. Another swamp. Bigfoot. Um, How many Bigfoots can there possibly be? How many? There's one for each get? state. At least there's got to be a few for each state. Pretty much, and then they um, got the 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 Loveland Frogman again. More Ohio stuff. Loveland, like near Cincinnati. Yep. Gotcha. Frogman sighting. Frogman. Uh, Mothman, which yeah. we talked about. I mean, a whole Love bunch, it. and that's Ohio. That's just Ohio. It's just Ohio, and I'm probably missing some. All right, well, we'll definitely revisit this. And There's always more cryptids. Go on. There's always more weird stuff for us mm-hmm. to cover. Do you want to sign off? I'll sign off. Everyone, thank you for listening, and stay weird. Please do.